it wasn't a lie. I just forgot to tell you. Like, yeah, I told you that I went to the store, but like, I didn't need to tell you what I got or who I was with or what I did. Like, oh, I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, no, like this actually happened. I forgot to mention that. You see, we all know like narcissists lie. Like that's kind of ingrained with like everybody's concept about narcissism. And they understand like, hey, narcissism, liars. Like it normally goes together. Like typically narcissism, cheaters. Like typically it all goes together. We're just like, yep, that makes sense. That's a connection. But there's an aspect with narcissism and with lies that oftentimes there's a, a separate lie. Like not just the one of like, oh, like I told you I didn't do this and I did do this. Like, oh, I was hiding like a cheating affair. Like there's also this aspect of lies of omission. Sometimes there's like a gray area here. I don't think there is, but sometimes people think there is. And the actual idea is like either the narcissist forgot or the narcissist just omitted part of it. And as a result, they shouldn't be held accountable for that being a lie. I think that's false. A narcissist is accountable for their words, for their actions, and typically a good way to lie for a narcissist is just to admit it. It's a lot easier to stick with the truth and just admit a little part of it than it is to fabricate a whole nother lie. You see a lot of narcissists that are really crappy liars and the ones that are, are ones that fabricate this whole lie, this whole thing out there the ones that get really good at it are the ones that live really close to the truth and they just pull out the pieces that they don't want you to see. That's a lie of omission. So like the narcissist will say like, hey, I went to the ball game the other day, okay? That's the truth. But what they didn't tell you is they went with another person. They had an affair or they went and did this and they leave out different bits and pieces. And they do that a lot of times to try to justify... Whoa! The voice of reason, Zoe Williams, has returned to KBLA Talk 1580. We in here tonight with another slapper. Do you know many of my topics are cultivated listening to people talk in the cigar lounge? I'll be sitting in the cigar lounge thinking of other topics and then... Somebody will get into a discussion and try to pull me in, and then I'll be like, wow, this is a topic. And so one of the bartenders at the lounge asked me to cultivate a topic based on omission. Gray area truth, gray area lies. The part you intentionally forgot to say, lying by omission. What is it? And why it sabotages our relationship. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. I want you to get to your phone lines because I want to have a conversation with you. I feel that in most relationships, and you guys guys are going to hear some reoccurring themes like no space for humanity right no space for humanity right and one of those reoccurring themes uh, like no space for humanity means you, you don't you don't get to be human in your relationship human means you're flawed flawed means you're in need of forgiveness or something of that nature because right? i don't know if conditional forgiveness is actual forgiveness however right no space for your humanity so i think People omit pieces of the truth because they're ashamed. 
of their true self, of their whole self. I know people don't want to hear that. I know, I know people. 1-800-920-1580. I want to know your thoughts. The part you intentionally left out lying by omission. What is it? And why does it sabotage our relationships? Agree or disagree? Even well-intentioned lies of uh, of omission can sabotage your relationship. I need to go into that a little further. What is a well-intentioned lie? Or well-intentioned omission. I'm not going to give you all the information right now. Just know something is cracking, something is up, and I need it needs my attention. Right? True or false? Not all lies involve saying things that aren't true. Very interesting angles here tonight. Does assuming responsibility for one's decisions and embracing complete honesty have the potential to evoke feelings of shame or guilt. In other words, telling the... How many of you guys are not ashamed to tell the truth? Now listen, sounds like an easy question to answer, right? A lot of people are, uh, I can't be with no liar. I'm gonna t- I, I, I love the truth and the truth love me. Me and the truth been together our whole life. No, knock it off. Most of us are selectively honest. Most of us are very self-protective, and most of us participate in omission. Now, we might not claim omission outright as lying. We might even say, that's on a need-to-know basis. I can't be putting my business out in the street to any and everybody. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now. Many people claiming to be the absolute truth. In other words, they say the truth all the time. Not I, I don't believe it. I do not believe it. I believe the truth evokes fear and shame in unhealed people. What? Uh Oh, one eight hundred nine twenty five. Did you hear what I said? I believe that telling the unadulterated blue magic truth evokes guilt and shame in unhealed people. Goodness gracious. True or false? It's hard to tell the whole truth if you know it will change the outcome in a way you probably won't like. So many people are speaking to achieve. Ooh, I don't, are y'all gonna meme these? See, many people are speaking with an agenda, speaking with an, a desired outcome in mind. Many people are speaking to achieve. Now, if you're trying to get something, you telling me you're telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth all the while you're trying to get something, you're going to say what you need to say in order to get it, especially if you're committed to having it. Ooh, I know, I know, I know y'all not ready for that. 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, the voice of reason going to the phone lines. I want to hear your thoughts. Narcissists love to lie by omission. Let me just tell you what I did with leaving out the parts that you're not going to be happy about because I know I did something wrong. A narcissist will lie by omission, say they forgot, and when you finally catch them, like it's not that big of a deal because it's not a lie. I didn't intentionally lie to you. 
Let's talk about this word of intention because I love it because it's an easy way to be able to flip it back on the narcissist. The narcissist will be like, I didn't intentionally lie to you. I didn't intentionally hurt you. Okay, well, you didn't intentionally tell me the truth. And you also didn't intentionally not hurt me. So as a result, you still didn't walk into the aspect with any intentions at all to actually be kind, loving, give respect, and honest. Take the intention, flip it around. Narcissists will say it's not their intention, okay? You need to actually look like, okay, what is their actual intention? If they have no intention, that means they really don't care. <laughs> Man, these shows teach me so much. Your brother Zoe Williams is as flawed as they come. And so, again, topics like these help me to understand myself better, to understand my intentions. I'm never going to come across as the guy that's perfect, the guy that doesn't have his own issues. This is what I say. We're all whips, works in progress. Tonight's topic. The part you intentionally forgot to say. Lying by omission. How often does it happen in your relationships? Have you yourself resorted to such a tactic? Agree or disagree? Sometimes you might omit specific details to avoid an unpleasant reaction or to spare someone's feelings. 1-800-920-1580. Agree or disagree? Lying by omission can be a form of self-preservation. 1-800-920-1580. Who wants to talk? What are the potential consequences of withholding important information from your partner? 1-800-920-1580. How does the omission of certain facts impact the trans the overall transparency and authenticity within a relationship 1-800-920-1580 we got callers on the line let's get him in here we want him to talk nazarene x atlanta georgia let's go what up huh man it's a pleasure to be here with you how you feeling man i'm alive and well good to see you brother or hear you brother <laughs> love love oh shoot it's like wherever you want to start man i just did a little notes even that last question was it like, how does the omission of certain facts mm-hmm. impact overall transparency? Yes. That whole thing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just flow with you, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's a great question. Like, for me, it's all housed within your intentions, right? But on that, man, I think all of our intentions are kind of subjective. Like, you know how it is when you're in court? Mm-hmm. It's all about who's determining what law is for you or what law what was right and wrong. So sometimes it's like omission isn't necessarily a good thing. However, an admission of guilt that is unnecessary. Wait, 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 wait. Not admission, omission. Omission is when you're leaving out something. Not admission where you're admitting to something, an admission of guilt. No, not admitting something. It's omitting something. Keep, right. Yes. So that's. I'm glad you drew that circle around that. So at the end, on at the end of the day, as long as you're not really guilty of going against your own inner truth, I think you're free to disclose truth. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't avoid offering up further clarity or further depth, mm-hmm. it is asked of you to that extent. As long as you're not necessarily avoiding telling truth, but most times you're not necessarily a mind reader. 
So that's what I mean. Like, as long as you're leaning into authenticity, period, you're giving yourself a chance to be taken as someone in truth, and you're also giving your partner a chance to be with someone who is fully true, right. like a real version. And that's I think, what I mean. Like, and, and you know what? You're touching on something that I think is important. I think uh, people deserve to be with someone who is fully aligned with their truth. I, I, I 100% agree with that. Right. It's just like if you omitting something, you already know. Like you, you pretty much sidestepping the opportunity to be yourself. So, in essence, it's like you giving the universe permission to have your blessing sidestep you. Mm. So that's why I, this whole this whole thing is just again, it's it's a morality check. But we signing up for whatever we present. Ooh. So, <laughs> say wait, wait, say more about the we're we're signing up for whatever we're presenting. Can you say more? Can you elaborate a little bit? Right. It well, it's like again, I you know how even again on job applications, mm-hmm. sometimes you might have them questions where it's like, all right, have you ever been convicted of a felony, but then have a comma and be like excluding minor traffic violations that's not, or misdemeanor? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like most times when people ask you questions, if there's something that they actually want to know, then it's on them to be clear and authentic to themselves. Like don't subversively ask a question trying to get to a whole different answer. Wait a minute. So like, you, you, know, you blaming the questionnaire, somebody who's asking the question, the person who's asking the question. Again, okay, say I yes, asked yes. the right question and you consciously omit bits and pieces while at the same time revealing bits and pieces that are true. So in effect, you didn't lie. You just didn't give the whole truth. Is less than would, the, well. Let me ask you this: Is less than the whole truth a lie? Within context, yes, sir, absolutely. Like I would kind of disagree, even with that whole notion of again, if someone is asking you a clear question that you understand, but inside you know you're omit, omitting something, then you you don't want scared or you don't want running from reality. Mm. As long as you can be bold in it, it's just you can be flat out like it. I don't think omission has its place. Like, you know how some people will try to justify it? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, again, how you asking the question? Like, you know, I want to despair your feelings or whatever the case is. Again, I feel like if you're building a relationship on truth, then what you really, in essence, are saying is like, well, I think you can't. I- I'm with a person that I f- don't respect to be somebody that can handle reality or the truth. And I feel like that's where, again, you're just falling on your own sword if you're not willing to just offer it all up. But I think um, any kind of conscious omission is, again, like a conscious decision. There's really no excuse for that. So wrong is wrong. That's how you feel. But you don't want to determine that. It's another thing if somebody says you're wrong for not telling me this, mm-hmm. you know, and... Again, if you if you were fully aware that that's something that your partner deserved or desired of you, and this and the third, then again, then you, then you 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 did something already consciously. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, omission is just a, it's just one of those things where depending on who who you're interacting with or the type of rapport you seek to gain or to build with somebody, mm-hmm. it's all inside job. So if we choose 
Again, there's no, there's really no running away from the truth. Deep down inside, if we know that we're holding something back, but we professing that we want full closure or full disclosure from someone else, then we the ones being fake. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, Nazarene X, always a pleasure, brother. You brought Atlanta, Georgia in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The fear of judgment or rejection in intimate relationships often lead individuals to omit certain facts. This fear stems from the desire to be accepted and loved unconditionally. People fear that revealing certain facts may lead to negative judgment or rejection from their partners. Consequently, they choose to withhold information to protect themselves from potential harm. However, this omission can hinder true intimacy and trust within the relationship. It is critical to create a safe and non-judgmental space where both parties feel comfortable sharing their truths, fostering a deeper connection based on acceptance and understanding. Now, sounds good. But how often do people operate at that level of consciousness to where, hey, you can say what you need to say. And I'm not saying there aren't a great deal. A great many people out there that are like that. But I would posit that there are more people who are in the space, including myself, fear of judgment and rejection. How about that, Andy? I know you done tailored the truth a little bit. He said, of course, 1-800-920-1580. Atala from Houston, Texas has just jumped in. Let's go. What up, Uncle Zoe? How are you? What's happening? Recovering from last night. <laughs> You're recovering no, from up. last night. Wow. <laughs> no, it was it was good though. It was good. You know, I, I needed to um to hear that. But anyway, um now I just wanted to say a few things. I think the reason why we omit things is because we're like, especially at the beginning of relationships, you're still trying to keep your mask on, right? So in the attempt to find safety in a relationship. You create, like, you know, a haven or a bubble of acceptable truths, which are really just omissions. (laughs) Wait, wait. Hold that. Hold that thought. thought, A bubble of acceptable truths. When we come forward, we're going to talk to Atala about a bubble of acceptable truths. What is going on, beautiful people? I am Lee Hammock, the diagnosed self-aware narcissist known as mental illness, and welcome to another episode of A Self-Aware Narcissist Explains. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the unique ways that a narcissistic person will lie, and it's lying by omission, leaving things out. Mm. Stay tuned, like, and subscribe for more. Ah, I had such a good time with my friends last night. I, I needed that break. I'm 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 glad you have fun. You so, it was just your friends there, right? Yeah, it was just, it was just my just my friends. Like why why you say it like that? What's wrong with you? One of your friends sent me a picture, and your your ex was there with you. Wow, there's some dirty. Wow, I have a dirty friend. Like wh- which one was it? it? Doesn't matter which one it was. You purposely left out the fact that your ex was there. It absolutely does matter who it was because I don't want people around me who are going to be you or know, who I can't trust. Wow, people you can't you can't trust to, t- to tell me stuff, the important stuff? Yes, exactly. I want to keep my circle tight and things like that. And I also feel like you're overreacting right now. 
how am I overreacting? You purposely left out the fact that your ex was there. You said my friends. You didn't say my ex was there too. I knew if I told you that you would get the voice of reason back in the building. The part you intentionally forgot to say. Lying by omission is our topic tonight, and the phone lines are cracking. We want to get Atala back in here for her final thought. Atala, jump in here and wrap it for us. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, I'm glad you played that clip. Okay. That's perfect. That's exactly what I mean by an acceptable bubble of lies. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'll take it even further, right? Again, let's say you're not necessarily together with this person, but y'all have been talking for a minute. What's the question that everybody asks? Are you talking to anybody else? Are you seeing anybody else? Yeah. What are they going to say? No. So. And, and listen, <laughs> exactly. listen, hold on. I've lied on that question. So somebody's asked me, have you, are you seeing somebody? And I've been like, nope. And it's terrible. It's horrible. I'm a horrible person for doing it, too, because what I'm learning is, man, you got to be careful who you lie to. Nope. You could be lying to the female manifestation of your dreams, of your purpose, right? Right? The counterpart to your, you got to be careful who you lie to it's it's a heavy thing man and a lot, and a lot of people really don't think about it right you think okay i'm i'm gonna say this and one thing let me just say something one thing about the universe ain't nothing secret everything mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. you think is a secret comes to the surface at some point i'm sorry go ahead finish your thought atala no, I mean, you're exactly right. You know, I would even say, go even further to say, when we're talking about lying by admission and things coming to the surface, right? Like, it's all the more real in those situations. I find sometimes, too, that these things will manifest in a way that you just don't expect. So it might be paranoia from that other party, right? So if they're the person with whatever background and the ways they got going on, they're going to constantly be questioning you about what you have going on. But it's them, and you're just like, what? I mean, it's just like crazy-making behavior, and I mean, I think if you're dealing with somebody who even take it further is more spiritual, right? So they're getting nudges in the spirit and they're just like, wait a minute, that ain't right. Why is this person acting like this? Like you cannot afford, I think, in this day and time to be so, uh, what's the word? I guess flippant <laughs> with your dealings with people. Like it's just better to be upfront. And I had to learn this lesson early on. So, I mean, I think even in the dating stages, when we try to excuse things and, you know, trying to, again, make this, create this safety that doesn't exist, as you mm. said the other day, no one is safe. So we're trying to create this safety that doesn't exist. And it's pointless because then you're tearing down the actual um, manifestation, as you say, of your dreams. Man, do you know, every lie you tell is a seed for a dream your woman is going to have. <laughs> she going to never lie. Brothers, every she ain't never lie. lie. If it's not a dream, she's going to hear a song. It's going to be a movie. She's going to see a movie scene, hear a song, something. She's going to be like, no, nah, I'm not this. <laughs> Hold on. Wow. Wait a minute. Wow. I'm yeah. learning. 
I'm learning this, man. Even in my age, I am learning. Let me just say this. Atala from Houston, Texas. We appreciate the call. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the routine. All you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Let's get these callers in here. I want to talk to everybody tonight. Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get in here. Peace and love to the family and nations. Love to all. Let's get this. What we not going to do. What we not going to do. One more time. <laughs> what we not going to do. For the people in the it's, back, what we not going to do. <laughs> what we not going to do. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Folks in the chat, I love y'all, but what we not going to do. Everybody listening, what we not going to do. We're not going to act like you can handle the truth. Uh-oh. We ain't acting like you can handle the truth. Most of us is like, I don't want to know if you're playing games. Keep it on the low, because my heart. Uh, come on. Really? Gosh. Cause it, it, listen, omission is like situational ethics and discretion. Ooh. Go deeper. I said in the chat, I said in the chat, it's like when, a, when you get caught speeding and an officer pulls you over and they give you a warning instead of a ticket. Did he have to report that uh, he let you go? No, there's such things as situational ethics. Hmm. And let's go to the spiritual. There's some things that I can't tell you because I'm working it out yeah, in but, my spirit. But, but, but I'm wait. doing shadow work. No, wait, hold on, because this is big right here. Wait. Okay, you working it out in your spirit. If you love the girl, I, I, I had to learn this lesson. This is a hard lesson. Mm -hmm. If you love the woman that you with, do you think, what happened to Haru? We lost Haru. Ah, oh, call back Haru. Listen, if you love the woman, do you think you should open up and share more of the process you're going through as opposed to just get breadcrumbing the truth as opposed to just giving her bits and pieces of the truth? Because ultimately, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I a I can a I can witness on this right here. It's gonna come back. It's going to come back, and it's going to affect you if you're doing that. Like you, I, now in my in hindsight, I think it's best to just open up and let your woman know about your process, every bit of it. Because I think if you don't, you don't know what that withholding of the truth is doing to her spirit, doing to how she views you, how she sees you, how she respects you. You don't know what's happening. You might not get an instantaneous response. It may come a year and some change later. You just don't know. Let me get another caller in here while we wait on Heru to call back Heru Ali, I need you to come back in here and break down situational ethics because that was fire. True Monger from Dallas, Texas, get in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you you started to speak on something I was going to speak on, but I mean, as far as omission, it could have it could be that you're still figuring some some things out. And you don't really know what to tell them at that time. Mm -hmm. So you may not necessarily be hiding something. It's just, it just, you just may be still figuring some stuff out. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you may, it may come back up 
They might not. Mm. No. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Drew, because you know I like to go back and forth with you. Let me ask you this, man. Mm -hmm. Do you think, because many men have this idea like, well, me too. I'm guilty of it too. You're right. This idea, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm working on something. Just fall back, but stay with me as I'm working on this. Do you think Mm -hmm. that is a good plan of action if you're trying to build something with a woman who loves you, who wants to be with you? Do you think that that is a smart way to handle whatever it is you're not ready to reveal in full? Do you think that is a productive plan of action? Oh, man. Uh, It may be productive in in your mind, and she may not understand that. But at the same time, your partner could be doing the same, very same thing, and you may not know it. Hmm. So it might seem reasonable at the time, but if you never, if it never comes back around, then we'll, then we'll be the point of just bringing it up out of the blue when neither one, when she might not, she may have forgotten about what you were talking about. She may be more focused on something she did Ah, that was slippery. That was slippery, yeah. true. Because you flipped it on her as opposed to just... No, it's not not necessarily flipping it on her. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, time passes and your partner could be dealing with something. So mm-hmm. you, you may focus on what she may be dealing with. Instead of a conversation that took place for a few weeks, a few months ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe more focused on her situation. So who knows? But people have all kinds of reasons and excuses for omitting things. A lot of it is fear of judgment. Fear that their, their partner may not respect them if they tell them certain things. Or, or if in my to- case, when I did it, fear of losing the relationship. Let's just be honest, yeah. brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because. You may get a sense of how your partner reacts to certain things. And then you see how she reacts with her friends and family or whatnot. And it's probably something that that person needs to work on, but you feel that she might respond the same way. Mm-hmm. So you just hold it in and go on about your business. I'm not saying it's right, but a lot of people have done that. I've done that. I'm just here that too, just like many other people. So one of the biggest, let let me hit you with this, True. One of the biggest stories that's happening right now is the young lady Carly, Mm -hmm. right? It's a lot that's omitted from what really happened, right? But slowly but surely, bits and pieces are coming out. This was a whole big lie that was laid out in front of everybody. And let me just say this. I think... It was counterproductive for black men and women in terms of our relationships because black men and women have been in this, you know, kind of gender war for a long time, you know, for Mm -hmm. years, you know, black men blaming sisters and and the white man and and welfare and, you know, all kinds of we blame sisters for everything and sisters are mad and divesting from us. So one of the first times in history that we saw the American media respond to a lost black woman 
like they mm-hmm. do lost white women, and then it all turned out to be a hoax. Now that yeah. now that was hurtful, because all of yeah. social media was like, "Where this girl Carly at?" and she became a celebrity overnight. Mm-hmm. Messing up for people who actually do disappear, and they uh, and they got people reaching out for help. Do you know how many and... black women go missing every year? So yeah. again, man, with like, no with no attention, with no attention, no media coverage, none of that. So yeah. it brings me back to my point. And and many men have to be like me in this moment. Sometimes, brothers, you got to swallow your fear. You got to swallow your mm-hmm. shame. You got to swallow your guilt. And you just got to tell the truth, regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, the impact or the repercussions of it. What are your thoughts on that, truth? Yeah. I mean, people have to eventually get to that point. Um, situations like that, when the brothers reaching out to everybody, letting them know that she was missing and all that, and it turned out to be something completely different. I mean, trust is violated on a regular basis anyway. Mm-hmm. And doing stuff like that makes it even harder. Right. It always, it's always giving people a reason to look at you with the side eye. So like, eh, you might be telling the truth, but you might be lying. Right, the, the girl mm-hmm. cry wolf. So let me just say this, true man. I appreciate the call. Thank you for bringing Dallas, Texas in the building. We appreciate you. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. I'm going to implore everybody that's listening right now, don't stop supporting black women the way Carly was supported. Because black women do need the support, especially if black women are suffering in the ways that they are. They are getting kidnapped. They are getting sex trafficked. They are getting abused, man. So don't, just because this one thing was a hoax, don't stop supporting black women in need. When we come forward, more from the Voice of Reason. So Williams' world-famous playlist. My playlist is my co-host. The VOR is on fire tonight, live from KBLA Talk 1580 in the heart of Lamert Park, Africa Town. Tonight's topic is heavy, 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 heavy. I didn't get a chance to really elucidate on tonight's playlist, but I will right now. Games by Chucky Booker was the first selection. No More Lies, of course, by Michelle A, 1989. And that was Heartbreak on a, uh, on a Full Moon by Chris Brown. Now, we're, we're talking about omission and giving up partial truths. And I believe it is bi-directional like everything else in relationship. I believe a lot of people are giving up partial truths in relationship. One of the main reasons why I think that is the case is because many people are uncomfortable embracing themselves as well as embracing the total partner that they have. They embrace aspects of the partner that they have. So listen, if you got conditional forgiveness, if you got conditional love, if you got conditional attraction, I'm sure there's going to be some conditional truths. And I know people don't want to hear that. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get Heru Ali back in here. Heru, talk to me. Listen, we're not going to act like we uh, we don't operate in a whole society of omission mm. and situational ethics and discretion, whether it be from fraternal organizations like the Freemasons and the 
the Eastern Stars to the Deltas to the to uh, professionally uh, police officers, firefighters, nurses, secretaries, governmental workers. Need to know basis. So it's okay for me because we operate in our public life, our private life, and our secret life. Secret so is ever asks, sacred, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Someone ever asks you, tell me something you, you've never told anybody else. No, I ain't. Because I ain't never told nobody else and I don't plan on telling you <laughs> and nobody else. We're we not going to do that. we absolutely not about to do that. And even in relationships, absolutely. So you telling me you can secrets con- are ahead, you, you telling me secrets are pervasive. They're just they're just part of it. They're they're integral to intimate relating. Is that what you're telling me? As, 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 listen, as an American and as uh, uh, natural and human as apple pie. <laughs> listen, let's not act like no, no. Listen, there's some things you don't need to know. Mm. What good is that going to do? You say you want the truth, but you can't handle the truth. Is it that can't really? What? Oh. You can't handle the truth. But do they, but well, well, let me hit you. Let me push back. Do they have a right to know the truth? And I believe they do. Well, certain truths, yes. Absolutely, they have the right to learn you know, certain truths. Listen, if they say they are in love with you and you're their person, do they have sure. a right to have access to the whole you, all of it? Who gives the whole them ever? I'm just asking, no, do they have nobody, the right? No, no, wrong, <laughs> wrong. Why? Why this, is it wrong? Like some folks said, there's some things, uh, a caller I think this Wait, is the Her- Heru, Heru, hold that thought. When we come forward, I'm coming right back to you because I believe when we come forward, we got a lot to talk about. Narcissist loves to lie with omission. They love to leave bits and pieces out. If you're new here, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I actually have a couple videos about the narcissist lies, but also lies of omission because it's so key. And a lot of people don't realize what's actually going on. Or some people don't even like say their lies or don't even admit to it. And the narcissist definitely doesn't think it's a lie because it's like, oh, I forgot. Or I didn't mean to forget that moment. Oh, you didn't forget to tell me that you were cheating on me. Like it goes on and on and on. The narcissist will try to keep their lies as close as to the truth as possible and omit like if they're going to be a good liar they're going to be focused on like let me tell this person that i went to the store and i went here and i went here but they're not going to tell you about like the other place they stopped where they made out with someone else or where they where they they cheated or where they gambled or whatever it might be okay so like they're always going to try to compare it so like sometimes you have to watch out for because like sometimes their lies will be really specific and you're like why are you telling me so much detail well it's because they're trying to remember what to leave out Whoa, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the part you intentionally forgot to say, lying by omission. We are having a pretty deep conversation and the phone lines are lit. People want to talk about it. It's heavy stuff tonight. And 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 I, I don't want no I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. I want you to share what you're willing to share. But please understand. Being accountable for your decisions by telling the whole truth can indeed cause feelings of shame and guilt. Accountability involves taking responsibility for one's actions and being honest about them, which can sometimes lead to uncomfortable emotions. 
And can I just be transparent? I hate uncomfortable emotions. My God sisters tell me all the time, I'm woman to feel. You got you to gotta allow yourself to feel. I don't like feeling, and I damn sure don't like feeling uncomfortable. I'm just, can we be honest tonight? People expect relationship gurus and specialists to be holier than thou and perfect. Don't put that on me. Don't, don't put that image on me because I'm a, send, a return to sender. You understand? Similarly, guilt can emerge when we acknowledge that our actions have caused harm or transgressed our own moral code. It stems from a sense of remorse and the recognition that we have acted in a way that goes against our values or principles. Guilt can serve as a moral compass urging us to make amends or change our behavior. But it can also be burdensome, a burdensome emotional space that weighs heavily on our consciousness. However, it is important to note that the experience of shame and guilt is not solely determined by being accountable for our decisions and telling the truth. These emotions can also arise from the internalized beliefs societal expectations, and personal insecurities. Additionally, the intensity of shame and guilt can vary depending on individual factors such as upbringing, cultural background, and personal resilience. What am I saying with all of that? We're struggling to be human. We're struggling to make space for humanity in our relationships. And one of the ways many people cope with that uncomfortable feeling, is through omission. It's through the copy editing of the truth. 1-800-920-1580. We got callers. Let's get Heru Ali back on the phone. Battle Creek, Michigan. He had a lot to say. Let's hear it. Absolutely. Listen, uh, everyone was in the, under the sound of our voices, if there is one among you who is living your 100 complete transparent, non-omitive self, call in right now, 1-800-920-1580. Whoa, say the number. Wait a minute. Say the number again, Heru. 1-800-920-1580, KBLA. Call in right now because what I will tell you is, are we not uh, whips, works in progress? Yeah, but we can't use that to make excuses. Uh, We just have... No, no. Yes, okay. If, If you're a work in progress, you can't be living your whole truth. Mm. Mm. Keep going. He can't. No, nobody's living their whole truth. Listen, sometimes you folks say, just need. You, you, you're saying we're striving. You're, you, you're saying we're striving. Questions. Hold on. Hold on. We're striving. There you go, Harold. Let me get it in, and then you can start again. You don't have to keep talking over me, sir. <laughs> I'm going to give uh, you apologies. your space, apologies. brother. Apologies, bro. So, but no, but I'm hearing what you're saying, and I'm trying to add to it really quickly. You're saying we're striving. Yes. So when you say, okay, we're a work in progress, please take that serious because everybody is dealing with something. Everybody is striving to get better, or we would assume that everybody is striving to get better. But now the question becomes, Heru, at what point yes. does this become a pattern 
of behavior, right, that really needs to be uprooted. When do you recognize, you know what, I do this all the time. It's a defense mechanism. It's a it's a coping mechanism. I need to stop doing this because I'm hurting people. I'm hurting myself. When do you say I'm going to take responsibility for always hiding? Because I think lying is hiding, right? Sure. Well, I would say that if you find yourself doing it all the time, you you got way more problems than me. <laughs> and, and and I'm not not being braggadocious, but um, there's a difference between omitting a truth here and there mm-hmm. and lying all the time, pathologically. I, I you know I, I had a, a sibling who lied like breathing, who would who would do the crime with you, and then didn't tell on you and say they didn't do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Some people believe their lies, but what I'm saying, may, maybe. If everything is going good, I give you an example. Has anyone ever been asked what's wrong, and you say, "I don't want to talk about it"? Is that omission? We... I don't want to talk yeah. about it. It's levels to everything. Or, or maybe that's so not. It... Well, no, I wouldn't say that particular phrase is omission. I don't want to talk about it. A lets you know that there there is an it to be talked about, right? So when you say, "I don't want to talk about it." Okay, you don't have to talk about it right now. Maybe we can talk about it later. So that in in fact that in fact is an admission that an it exists. So hey, it's uh, how you doing? Are you okay? Is you want to talk about it? Something? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, you're letting me know now is not the time to have the conversation that you're inquiring about. Now, if 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 they say if they say yeah, I'm going through something but I don't want to get into the details and I don't want to talk to you about it. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Okay. That's omission. That's the truth. Yes. I'm going through something, but <laughs> I don't want to talk to you about it. That's omission. Well, what I do know is when I say you can't handle the truth, we all know what that reference is from a movie, but what I, I do know 100% for sure that folks be careful what you wish for because what I know is truth will either make or break your a relationship that could otherwise flourish and and thrive down the line. Be careful what you wish for. You ain't lying. Some things you shouldn't even have to you should just don't ask. He ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait. Just, just don't ask. Wait. You're saying don't inquire like if there is some type of you know inclination you may have or some type of suspicion you may have are you saying don't inquire you could play russian roulette if you want to play russian roulette if you want to you know russian roulette there's one bullet in a six cylinder cylinder yeah keep on hey uh what's going on click but what i'm saying heru are we in, yes, listen, sir. if you're in a relationship with somebody who cares, who loves you, mm-hmm. the whole keep playing Russian roulette stuff doesn't fly. But here's the thing for me. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you. There you go. Hey. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you. Peace and love to the family nations. Y'all stay safe and dangerous. And I respect you for that, brother. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire. When we come forward, you know you're going to hear from some sisters. They're going to give us their perspective 
on, you know, <laughs> I intentionally left out a piece. When we come forward, more on The Voice of Reason. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, The Voice of Reason returns to the airwaves. Tonight's topic is on fire. The phone lines are cracking. We're talking about omission. And I believe that more people do it than not. You know, Brad Blanton wrote a book called Radical Honesty, How to Transform Your Life by Telling the Truth. And I've picked this book back up recently. And it's a heavy read, man. And, you know, uh, uh, in my coaching, I often tell people, you know, read this book. I ask people, I should say, to read this book, uh, Radical Honesty. But I, I like to counterbalance this book with nonviolent communication uh, by uh, Greenberg, uh, Rosenberg, yeah, by Rosenberg. I, I always tell people to counterbalance this book, Radical Honesty, because sometimes this book can be a little hurtful, uh, as is evidenced by uh, this quote here. He says, politeness and diplomacy are responsible for more suffering and death than all the crimes of passion in history. F politeness. F diplomacy. Tell the truth. And if you look at how we were raised in our society, many of us were raised to be pretentious. Many of us were raised to kind of swallow the truth and not you know it it's 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 impolite to really say what's on your mind and you know we're in mixed company be mindful of who you're talking around you never know who you're going to offend you get what i'm saying so very interesting angle from Brad Blanton let's get my callers in here Callie Soul has been on the line the longest let's get her in here Callie what are your thoughts good, good evening Unc. yes um <laughs> I know you got something. Come on. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> first thing that I'd like to address is the whole body count thing. Because um, I heard Arabia when she asked that. And I'm going to say this for everybody out there stop asking people their body count. That's the, that's the stupidest question I've ever heard of. Like, it's an oxymoron. <clears throat> you don't really want to know the answer to that. And on top of that, you worried about the answer, but it's a it's like a double edged sword. If someone has had a lot of partners, you're gonna be upset. But if they haven't had a lot of partners, you're gonna be upset that they're not experienced. Mm. Deepak Chopra has an affirmation that I love and it says, I make the choice that brings peace to everyone involved. Mm. So when it comes to truth, yes, you should tell the truth, but there's discretion. You have to exercise discretion. Like that's, that's the art of mindfulness. Mm. Why am I going, if I know that you are coming from a place of fear with your question, why am I going to answer it full transparency, which might invite anxiety for you? Mm. But if you're coming from a place of love with your question and, the, and, and there's a safe space, there's safe space with love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in, in, in answering and asking a question in love, yeah, you, you can be fully transparent. This is but good. nine times out of ten, when people are asking questions, 
they're not asking, you know, out of love. They're asking out of their fears that are way deep down in their soul. And nine times out of ten, you know the answer that you already think anyway. So it does not matter how that person answers. Mm. You're still going to disappear in your thoughts, in your mind, in your thinking, thinking. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take whatever they give you and weaponize. So they're asking from a space of evaluation, of judgment, of criticism, trying to marginalize you to they they're not it's not a safe space, right? No. Mm. If you're doing that, that is fear based. Mm. I'm guilty. Okay. I've done innocent. it. You know I've done do it. it. Yeah, I've done it. Right? Right? Keep you know, going. If somebody asking somebody their body count, that's fear based. Mm. What is the what's the purpose? Now, if you look in somebody in the eye <clears throat> and your spidey sense, your true spirit <laughs> is telling you that you ain't got no business connecting on a physical level with this, this person, then go with that. Mm. Because mm. that is your spirit telling you the truth. Mm. But to, to, to go to the level of letting out, letting fall out your mouth, what's your body count? That's ignorant. That's ridiculous. Don't ask everybody out there. Don't men don't ask women that no more. Women don't ask men that. Like you don't really want to know. And like I said, <laughs> for the people out there that are unexperienced <clears throat> sexually, they get marginalized because it's like, yo, I really like this person, but they ain't got no experience. So what do you really want? Wait, hold hold on one second, Callie. You have triggered. Andy, he's Andy is in the background yelling. He's about to get on the phone right now. We finna bring y'all two y'all two lovers together. (laughs) Come on. Shout out Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Um, Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening. The only thing I'm gonna push back is the the idea of of dealing with a woman. I'm speaking general. I always like to put that out there. I'm speaking very general. Uh, When it comes to a woman who has who doesn't have experience, I think for a lot of men, that's what we want. We want a woman who lacks experience so we can go ahead and shape and mold them. But if they get good at it. Speak for yourself. Then we're going to be like, who taught you that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, again, it's a double edged sword. And when I was out and enjoying my life, I'm, I'm partnered now. But when I was out and enjoying my life and people asked me the question, are you seeing someone? My answer is always we are all dating around until we're not. And that's the truth. Hmm. Hmm. We're all dating around until we're not. When you find that person that you want to settle down for and chill out and, you know, cut all of them strings that you got attached to everybody else, then that's what you're going to do. But until then, you are moving around and exploring. And that, you know, like third eyes in the chat saying, Callie, just admitted she's for the streets. No, sweetheart, I'm not for the streets. I'm experienced. But, I've moved but, around and I've enjoyed my life. But Callie, let me as ask, I should. Let me ask you this then, because that's heavy. Your concept: we're all dating until we're not, right? Okay. So okay. wouldn't that put us in a position to actively use omission when we're having discussions and conversation with all of these people that have a string? to us or, or tied to us in some way right wouldn't wouldn't that put us in a position to not really tell everything we need to tell <clears throat> i hear what you're saying and 
My answer to that is you're going <clears> to, <throat> you, you do need to exercise transparency. Like I've told people when I was out there moving around, I've told them like, yeah, I'm dating around until I'm not. And. <laughs> oh, but Callie, you know, there comes a time where you're going to have to be transparent with the one, right? The one with the one. Absolutely. So, but that one is going to let you know that there's safe space. And when fear comes up, there we you go. still got to exercise mindfulness. There we go. I like this. Because Keep going. sometimes folks is asking questions. Sometimes people are asking questions that they really don't want the answer to, that if you answer transparently, they're going to judge you, mm. Mm. you know? So like, why, why am I going to say things that to me, that's the art of mindfulness. Like if you were, let, let's take it out of context a little bit, just to put it back in context. If you were going to the park with your granddaughter and no, there were no. dogs out there and she hand. wants to, <laughs> now come on now, just, <laughs> just roll with me for a minute. Okay. And she's a kid. So she sees dogs and she's like, Oh, I want to go pet the dogs. Pop, pop, you know? And, are you going to tell her, oh, no, baby, don't go run over there to that dog. That dog might bite your face off. Or are you going to teach her with mindfulness? Like, oh, sweetheart, yeah, everyone's dog is not friendly. So don't just go running up to the dog. You know, you should ask the person first, hey, is your dog friendly? Can I touch your dog? Can I pet your dog? Don't pet nobody's dog without the owner's permission. You're not going to do anything or say anything to incite fear in that child. Right. We have to treat our relationships the same way. Mm. Like, why am I going to say something that is going to invite fear in you? Come on, You Callie. don't need to know the full transparency of everything. Like, that's... that that's. <laughs> but does it, that go both ways? Because when women want... Because when women want to know, they want to know, and then they go find out. But that, but they're doing it out of fear. You're still Always? doing it. We go, we go in back. Yes. Mm. Yes. My spidey says, go, oh, you was at the club the other night. Who all was there? What the hell you need to know who all was there for? Like, your loved one went out and they enjoyed themselves. Like, your fear-based thinking would have you, have you trying to put, you remember that song um, by Eddie Hazel, do I got to put the handcuffs on your woman? <laughs> He's talking about pulling out a chastity belt and all this stuff. Like, you don't own nobody. Mm. And yes, people should exercise discretion and love themselves enough not to be out there spreading for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. but, but in our love, there has to be true trust. Like you can't, you can't do it. And if somebody does something that's off the hinges, like what, what about your forgiveness? Wait, because stop. You're human. Stop right there. Pick up on forgiveness on the other side. When we come forward, we going back to Denver because Callie is cooking with some grease I have never heard of. Welcome back to the Mental Health Minute. I'm Dr. Emily Mayfield, a licensed psychologist. Thank you for watching this video and being a part of the Mindset Therapy family. I'm back with a longer video after only posting shorts for a few weeks. For now, I'll be posting one long video a week on Tuesdays. I love reading all the comments of support and how this channel has helped you. If you haven't already, I would appreciate you subscribing to my channel so that we can continue to grow. Even if you don't subscribe, sharing this video will also help the channel grow. 
Continue to comment below and thank you for watching. So today I will discuss the narcissist lying by omission. Lying, there's so many versions of the lie. Some are small, others big, some can be damaging to a relationship and others are meant to protect. Lying is complicated and deciphering why someone has lied to you can be stressful and confusing. Does the type of lie told by somebody else really matter? What about their reason for lying? When you are lied to, you lose trust in the person and yourself because you question what is actually real. When someone outright says an untruth, it is easy to see that as lying. But what about lying by omission? The lies where the person doesn't directly lie, they just leave out information to influence how you interpret the situation. Is lying by omission really a lie? And how do narcissists use lying by omission in their control and manipulation? A lie involves an intention to deceive. With a lie, you provide information that is false when compared to reality. If you and your partner are trying to save money and you stop for fast food on the way home, you may say that you didn't stop for fast food because you don't want to admit you went against what you two agreed on. You lied to hide the truth. With most lies, it is the person saying something that is not true. However, another form of lying in which the person doesn't directly Wow! We learning tonight. I know I am. Man, I'm a mess. We all lie like hell. It wears us out. It is the major source of all human stress. Lying kills people. Brad Blanton, Radical Honesty. Y'all get that book now. Very heavy book. Brad, uh, uh, Brad also says, uh, when you are lying, when you are keeping a secret, when you are withholding information or feelings in any moment, you are always doing that to protect something meaningless. That's what he says. Brad Blanton, Radical Honesty. Let's get back to Callie Soul so she can wrap her thought on this. Callie? Yes, sir. Yes. You were saying something really heavy before we, we, we went forward. So I was I was touching on forgiveness. Yes. Like a lot of times people don't realize that forgiveness is for yourself. And um and a lot of times we can't forgive other people because we don't forgive and we don't trust ourselves. Mm. Mm. So these questions that we get to ask and out of our suspicions and stuff, that's because you can't trust yourself. That's big. So how are you gonna trust anybody else? That's big. That's that's one to grow on right there. Let me just say, Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado, you brought your town in the building. We appreciate you. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. I know the listeners out there know the number by heart by now. 1-800-920-1580. Now, we got to get my friend in the building, Vanetta Colbert from Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here, Vanetta. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Vanetta. <laughs> Are you doing better than Monday? What do you mean doing better? What's wrong? What People are asking me if I was tripping on Monday. I'm good. <laughs> okay, good. 
how to touch and go. I'm saying I've never heard you talk like that before. But Vanetta, nobody listening over here listens to Monday's show. You just introduced them to a whole new. Uh oh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I agree with what Callie Soul and Haru said. Um, they were both right on it because when you get in a relationship with someone in the beginning, I think it's, it's okay to hold back Hmm. and not, not tell all those secrets Hmm. because if you don't, you're probably not going to get to a long-term relationship. Hmm. Not gonna get there, and they don't need to know those things. So don't reveal too. Get, don't reveal too much. No, do not reveal too much. Mm-hmm. We're all a work in progress. Both of you should know when you come into the relationship that you're both flawed, mm. and depending on what those flaws are, why would you? Why would you leave them? It would have to be something devastating. Not something as simple as um, I was going to Taco Bell, but instead of going to Taco Bell, I stopped off at my friend's house. And that's why would you want to know that? That's too trivial. You don't want to know those kind of things. That's but you do want to know before they went to Taco Bell, they went to rob Chase Bank. You do want to know that, right? If yes, if, if they do something like that, you're gonna know it anyway. Cause it's gonna be on the news, right? Don't come over here. <laughs> but you want it. You want it. You want to try to. You want to try to go at least a year or two with this person without always picking. Like, what are you? Tell me this and tell me that. No, you you don't need to know those kind of things. You just don't. If 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 the relationship is good and you're getting along, there's going to be crisis. There's going to be things that come up. You deal with those things when you get there. Mm-hmm. If you can get through those tough times, mm-hmm. don't worry about asking those little questions, those little tiny things like where you've been. And mm-hmm. if the relationship gets to a five-year period, and that's some people don't stay married that long. Mm. But if you're there for like that long, you won't even have to ask. Your spirit gonna be able to if you with that person every day, because most people lives um are pretty much on kinda a, like a repetition. You know, they're 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 doing the same thing, going to the same place. It's pretty much pretty much your life is is repetitious. It you, you of course, you're going to have vacations and go places. But if you're seeing this person every day and every night, a lot of things they're not going to have to tell. Your spirit's going to know. You're going to know when they're lying. You're going to know when they're not lying. You're just going to be able to pick so, up on things. So let me just ask you this, Vanetta. As a woman, can I know all the women who hear this question right now are going to be like, yeah. Does lies, do lies have a vibration? Like when somebody lying to you, can you feel it in your gut, in your spirit? Can you feel like if your man is because I knew when I was young, I could not tell my mother a single lie. Mm. 
because she was hip to the whole get down. Now, is that because she lived longer, had more experience or did did she really just feel the lie? Do you guys feel it when a man like talk to me? Yes, you feel it. Yes. Mm. You feel it. Brothers, we got to stop it. I'm going to be the first one, man. We got to stop lying. We and you you definitely feel it with your kids. Mm. But you can definitely feel it with your mate also. You can feel it. Mm. And if they if they're not looking you in the eye, you can see it. It's it's a vibration. I love you. I love you, Vanetta. Vanetta Colbert in the building. She don't be playing. Atlanta, Georgia, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The ladies dominate tonight. They calling in from all over the country. When we come forward, we going to Cleveland, Ohio. My playlist has been on fire all night long. The voice of reason. We're wrapping up tonight's topic. People don't understand, man. The show is cathartic for me, right? I keep my head in these relationship books and reading and studying and listening and learning because I'm trying to unravel knots in my own spirit. And I'm doing it in front of you. And this is why we have these type of topics daily, right? The part you intentionally forgot to say, lying by omission, has been our topic tonight. And the sisters have taken over the second half of the show with phone calls. We got a sister named Antoya from Cleveland, Ohio. Let's get them in here. With phone calls. We got a you got to turn your radio down in the background. We can All hear. All right. Hello. 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 Yeah, this is me and my husband. Um, he right here. What you say? What's up, bro? What's happening, man? How you doing? Welcome to the Voice of Reason. Talk to me. What do you guys think about tonight's topic? I mean, it was it was amazing. It was deep. It was amazingly deep, and it was right on time. I call that rot. Okay, right on time, <laughs> rot. <laughs> so, what are your mm-hmm. questions? Talk to me. Um, I was I didn't know why the topic popped up today that way. But I watched Dr. Mayo just before this was coming on and she was giving a lot of information. I just wanted to say that I'm excited in my life right now. Mm-hmm. I just started back talking after almost a year of hiatus. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even sing. Mm. But what happened was I was preparing for a new profession. And now I'm into pharmacy now. Mm-hmm. But the mostly I want to focus on the biologics of uh, pharmacy. So once I got my pharmacy tech, I can practice in, in Ohio alone. But now I can I got access to other information that I never had access to. So now I come to work every day with a suit on and I'll be ready and I'll be like, I got a notepad right here. I got glasses on. They don't have any lenses. But I was trying to wonder, I was wondering, like, is there any type of biological mood stabilizer? Mood stabilizer? Yeah, it it takes your highs from mania and take your lows from the depths of hell. And it it even it out. So you look like, you know, you be like, do you like that? Listen, listen, uh, Antoya, I would know. We would have to hook you up with our resident 
psychologist. Right. Right. Dr. Jashana Johnson. Now, we got a couple of them. We got Dr. Jashana Johnson. We got Dr. Uh, uh, Shalonda Crawford. We got some doctors here that could get you some medicine if that's what you well, need. I would love that referral. Yeah, because that's not even what this show is about. We don't. This, but, was, but, but the reason it was about that for me is if I, I didn't even know who I was, I forgot who I was. Like my subconscious was lying to my conscious mind, telling me that I was ugly. Every, everything you can ever think about, it was telling me. Told me I can't sing, I can't hold a tune. Mm. All of it. We just wrote a song two days ago. Yeah, what was And it's that? called My Baby Clown. But I'll explain that later. I ain't going to. But it's a remix, it's a rendition. A hodgepodge, you know. But I be having to calm myself down, like, because I be all the way calmed up on mania level. It's fun, and it's a good memory, but it's not the way to live your life, though. Well, let me just tell you this right now. Right here and right now, you can call in to the Voice of Reason anytime you feel like talking to Zoe Williams. I will accept your call and tell your husband I said, hey, you guys brought Cleveland, Ohio in the building. Huh? My husband, he hear every word you say. He's sitting right here, but he's a more, he, he brings my highs low. That's why we've been together for 21 years. 22, actually. Well, we've, I, been, we've been married for 13, but we met in 2001, and I've been here ever since. Because I'm from Detroit. Well, but, all uh, right. <laughs> well, I, sister, we got we got to move forward. I appreciate the call. We got to we got to keep it moving. Lord have mercy. We get all types. I love it. Call in. I, I don't care. Call in. Share your thoughts with Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. Listen, we won't have to omit anything once we get a higher level of self-awareness. And I'm going to tell you, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, Zoe's on the radio. Oh, Zoe's articulate. Oh, Zoe is intelligent. Zoe is this, that, and a third. But Zoe has his own demons that Zoe has to work with every day. And I always want to lead with my demons. You know, um, I don't want to be misinterpreted as having it all together. Because I don't. Right? And if I'm calling you a work in progress, it's only because I know that I am still a work in progress. And I'm going to tell you, brothers, whether you want to hear it or not. Listen, <laughs> you, we can ruin a free chicken dinner by lying. <laughs> we can, Just tell the truth. You get the free chicken dinner. You understand? We can ruin. You know. A loving soul. We can damage a loving soul, one that might want to love on us if we lead with our mask. I'm asking you, brothers, to lead with your wounds and then allow whoever you're dealing with to make up their mind if they want to deal with that part. You see, it's easy to deal with the best part because the best part needs the least amount of work. Right. Lead with what's happening in your spirit. Right. Most people are fully self, uh, not fully self aware. They're fully self unaware and they're chasing after societal expectations. They're addicted to the fear of judgment. Uh, many of us are 
uh, racked with uh, personal insecurities. The bottom line is you'll never be able to take responsibility for the truth of who you are until you tell yourself the truth. And I'm one who has struggled with that. Do you know how many great loves I have lost in my life? I mean, great loves, beautiful women, intelligent women, smart women. I've lost them because of fear, because of insecurity, uh, because of fear of rejection, you know, anxious anxiety, you know, all of this stuff. If you can't overcome that by embracing it without judgment, you're going to find yourself lying. You're going to find yourself making an excuse. And when that happens, she's going to fall out of love or you're going to turn off the love frequency in her. I started the conversation. You finish it. The voice of reason is always on fire. I'll be back tomorrow with another slapper.